When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in need. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club The Club 400 podcast is on the air. Crystal Lake, the Breakers, at our 2020 Club 400 Christmas Raz. And we're, give, we're giving out presents today. Raz a daz. I mean, William, you were supposed to dress up as Santa Claus. What the hell happened, dude? I should have, man. I mean, your beard, actually, you trimmed it. You got a haircut. Yeah. I mean, you're looking actually too dapper over there, dude. That's <laughs> too much. Not enough for the Raz, though. What a great event, man. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. $20,000. $20,000 for the Raz, but more importantly. $20,000 during the Raz for, during COVID. It, we actually reached a half million dollars raise for charity. Five hundred thousand dollars since two thousand thirteen, and I look at that tonight. It's kind of a celebration for that. It's and kind you, of a week since we can't have a Christmas party at Club Four Hundred tonight is kind of like get to see a lot of people. You know, we're all wearing masks, we're all being socially distant, and we're just picking up prizes and maybe having a drink or two, and um, yeah, celebrating the fact that as a community, once again, William. Uh, People came through, and um, not only did they did, they, did we raise twenty thousand to the Raz, but like the Raz was created by people who donated items to it, which is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It's totally awesome. Um, this show tonight, we're going to talk to. I know one of the recipients is going to be here in a little bit. Yeah. I think you're going to talk to, and we're yes, going to talk uh, to several. We, we have some surprises up our sleeves, and I make a big announcement later on in the show to, uh, this evening uh, about our first event. Back wow. in 2021, okay. so you're gonna, you're gonna want to uh, uh, stay tuned. But uh, you know what? I want to make a big announcement. Oh, you want to make a big? Can announcement? I make a big announcement? I'm ready for you it. You always make the big announcements. Right. I I'm gonna let one. William make the big announcement. All right. The big announcement is you're listening to this podcast. You know, early December-ish, right? We have a big one coming out for our next one. They're Huge. all big. I mean, these are all big, right? Huge. Timeless. What do you Huge. call them? Timeless. Time. Well, this one, this next one is truly timeless. This one, this. Uh, okay, so I have to give a little precursor to the story. When you and I first started talking about doing the podcast, and we figured out finally, after hours and hours and drinks and gummies and everything, we finally figured out what we wanted to Harbo, do. Harbo, 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 gummies. gummies. Right? Yeah, the kid. We got him from Lauren. It was the Lauren best. loves them. Um, we finally figured out. What we want to do, we want to do a show about Cubs fans for the Cubs fans, right? All Thunderdrum fans, not around the games, not around anything. And 
So right away, your first initial conversations, you're talking about, like, who would be a good person to have on the show. If you go back, our first show was Carol Haddon, and she was fantastic. One of the long I owe her a phone call now that you remind me. Season ticket holders. Our next show is a legend at Wrigley Field. A fan legend. A fan legend at Wrigley Field, at Club 400, at... Anywhere she goes. At the uh, club, the... Uh, I'm pretty sure she likes Jägermeister, too. I think she does, yes. Uh. We know her. We love her. You've all danced with her. Dorothy Farrell. Yeah, you guys, this is a good one now. This is not your typical interview. Uh, as you guys do know, uh, you know, we haven't seen Dorothy for a while. Just like anything, when you get 93, 94, 95, you know. Jaeger's been really good to her, but Jaeger's <laughs> catching up with her. We did and, get to uh, see her at the uh, at her birthday party. Was oh, at yes. ninety four. One of uh, our first events in COVID. Yeah, was, was it? It was ninety fourth. Ninety fourth birthday. Ninety fourth birthday party. Uh, we had a parade for, and we kind of very socially distanced. Kind of got together outside in a little park area out in front of where she lives in Chicago, and it was great to see her. Great to get pictures, you know, with her in the vicinity. We're all wearing masks and whatnot, but. Anyway, um, this was the premise of the show, basically, was to get an interview with Dorothy. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's not the way I would to like to capture it, but, uh, I mean, the thing about it is is we, we, we're going to air it for sure after I listen to it because I'm like, that's, Dorothy's spirit is there 100%. And uh, it's just, a, it's you know, you get, you get a, a good feel. for. And you know what? If you haven't seen or heard from Dorothy in a while, this is, some, I'll tell you what, right now we're giving away gifts here tonight for all the people that donated. But for our listeners that can't be here, this is Club 400's gift to you guys. And this is something that I think her family will appreciate. I think um, her fr- and all her friends will appreciate. And I think you, the Club 400 listener, will appreciate it too because, yeah, we captured the heart and soul of Dorothy. And just think, like, yeah. Dorothy's not going to be with us forever. No. And when she is not here anymore, people are going to be able to go back and say, you know, tell stories about Dorothy and then, here, listen to this, you know. Right. And you're right. It captures the essence. And I wasn't even there. That's the yeah. best part. And, you know, as you can, you will be able to tell, she's uh, losing her losing her memory. But you know what? And I lose my memory every Friday night, maybe, or maybe every Saturday night, too. I, I think it's uh, more frequently than that, but that's not <laughs> what we're here to talk about. So, that's my breaking news. And I, I'll tell you what, a proud episode for Club 400. Like I said, not the way I'd write it up normally, but you know what? We captured her, and we're going to give it that to you as a Christmas gift uh, because we are about Cub fans helping Cub fans. And to uh, let you guys hear an intimate conversation between some friends, and that's exactly what it is. This is a recorded conversation between friends, you know. And um, I think you might shed a tear or two during this. Uh, if you have a loved one that's ever gone through uh, uh, memory loss, um, you know, I think it's a special episode, and I think it's the perfect time, and it was meant to be, it was meant to be released at Christmas time. So uh, we're going to release it probably about three or four days before Christmas. And, we, and we're not going to do another show until New Year's, William. Right. What's your New Year's resolution? Do you have one yet? No. I do not. I just want to get to next year is what my resolution is today. Exactly. It's been a tough, tough, tough year for a lot of people, myself it, included. It has, man. It's been a tough for uh, William. And, I like, William calls me up, and, he's, and he, you know, we, me and him communicate. We have a good communication between us. And 
You know, it's a two-sided conversation, but I always hate bitching to William because, like, William, you've had a really shitty fucking year, buddy. <laughs> I know. I know. And I told my mom. I like, I hear your shit. And I'm like, William, I had a fucking terrible day. You know, so-and-so happened. I'm like, you're talking to William, dude. Shut the hell up. You know? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I'm a half glass full guy, so, you know, I'm just looking forward to next year. I was talking tonight with some people about spring training, hoping that happens. Yeah, right. We can only hope. Obviously. We can dream. We hope we get back into the whole flow of JP the will be season. making pizza? That, that would be, be amazing. Nice. Be That's my New Year's resolution. JP's first pizza, when will it be? To get into Arizona exactly. and have JP's pizza. I don't even care if the Cubs are playing. I just want his pizza. No Cubs convention today, and that's the thing. We haven't even talked about. Uh, we, we we're not going to go into it, but the the many of changes that are happening with the Chicago Cubs organization. Once you can find out on any other podcast but ours, right? So go check it out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. There's just a lot of things that are going to be different about 2021, including the roster, and like, and luckily the division won't be that good. Um, and you know what? We can maybe get start off the 2000 at the. The winter meetings will be over by then, and we'll have a clearer picture where some guys landed, and we'll have a we'll have a baseball show, maybe our next one, huh, buddy? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um, I do want to, you know, go back to one thing you were talking about earlier. I just want to say, you know, you and I have been friends for several years now. I have completely lost track of time with COVID year. It's throwing me all off. Three years, four years, probably in that ballpark, whatever. I got to tell you something. You and I don't usually get deep, but I'm really proud of you for getting to the half million dollar mark. Half million. Half million dollars. Half million dollars out of your basement, out of your freaking basement with a little help from Facebook. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, I'm sure it's hard for you to, 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 you know, really fully comprehend that. And I know it's like you can look at it two ways, like, yeah, that's a great accomplishment, or we're only halfway. You know, I look, I mean, honestly, like, because I never planned for the basement to be any charity endeavor. It was just supposed to be the best place to watch the Cubs play besides Wrigley Field. And the fact that, you know, I mean, I've met. The best thing about Club 400, in my opinion, is, is uh, yeah, I love giving the money out, and I love cutting checks. And I love to see people, you know, help people out in any way we can. But, like, the, the, the friendships I've made, like, uh, you're, you're like, I consider you like a brother. But, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a lot of the people, you know, that I do in my life if it wasn't for Club 400. Like, my original core group, they're a little jealous. Oh, you got your Club 400 people, Stu, or whatever. You don't care about us no more, whatever. But that's not true. I always keep it real. My friends are my friends, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I do have – I've met so many unbelievable people throughout Club 400. I'm always amazed at their generosity. Uh, we have a story of generosity tonight that we're going to put on here. And just people, people uh, are good, and people, you know, we have very a lot of very generous uh, souls in this group. It's a very special group of people, and when we do hit the million dollar mark, it'll be because of the group effort of, of all of you guys. Of all, you know, we've had all these guys like you know, Bill Watts. I mean, um, Noah. You know, just uh, Dan. Dan. You know, I mean, just I can go on and on. I don't even want to start naming names, but without. Uh, participation from you guys it's just going to be me sitting in my basement by myself and that's not very fun no it's not and i'm looking around the room and you've got uh you know jason i was i was i'm gonna talk to him in a little while jason who owns breakers owner breakers and also has his own charity this guy's got 10 kids 10 kids that's 10 pairs of shoes william 10 kids 10 pairs of shoes at christmas time and you know what he owns this business it's 
flailing right now because all restaurant businesses, right? Because he's following the rules, right? You know, and only taking uh, takeout orders and uh, flailing. But you know what? He's driven. This is I didn't. Well, you're not going to meet a a, a more driven guy than Jason Weisenberg. And I will tell you this: I know a lot of people, and you're going to meet Jason later. The hardest working guy I've ever met in my entire life. It's and I will incredible. say that live on Cliff Hornet Radio. The hardest working guy I've ever met in my entire life is Jason Weisenberger. And, and I love him for that. That's why he's my good friend. And that's just his regular life. And then there's the charity side of it, which he's, you know, right there with you with the heart that's like, who's got room after two full-time jobs and ten kids? You have one kid. I have three kids. Ten. Right. Ten. That's mine and yours together times two plus some. I don't even, like, I can't even believe he remembers all their names, let alone to take care of them. I can't keep track of it. I no, can't do it. That's, that's a lot of uh, shoe sizes to remember. I mean, <laughs> exactly. All right, William, this is our last show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw a curveball at you. I'm going to see how good you're going to answer this. Our last show, 2020. Yep. The worst year of probably everybody's life. Probably. I mean, I don't see, <laughs> I don't know. There's, It'd be if you had a worse topic. year than 2020, <laughs> Tell me the story. I, I, I don't do know if to, I want to hear it. But. I do have to tell you, I got a Christmas card from uh, a guy I haven't talked to in 20 years. I used to work with him. It's him and I'm assuming like a wife or girlfriend or something. And they're both standing in the, in the picture and they're flipping people off. And they're like, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bring on 2021. <laughs> them giving the finger. I'm like, that was perfect. Anyway, sorry. My, yeah, so no, I, yeah, I, I agree. It's I'm ready for the curveball now. Oh, it's not really a curveball. All right. You know what's going on. Shitty you. Give our listeners, like, you know, I mean, maybe your Wolf of Wall Street speech when they're about ready to shut it down. Yeah. And he's not shutting it down. I'm not leaving. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not leaving. So, uh, come on. Give Give us some inspiration from William, dude. A guy who... Has went through hell this year. I can't even tell you all the things that he's gone through. He just went through a flood. His whole house flooded. He's living like in a like with no carpet, cardboard he's, box. He's probably got splinters in his toes, and I don't know. How he even walked in here. Uh, yeah, I don't either. So uh, a guy who's a guy who's been beat up, knocked down. You keep getting back up, knocked down, beat. The, you get up again. Well, what I will, it, I will what say it, this. I, you know. One thing that really hit me hard, and I feel bad for everybody, is I did lose my father this year. We talked about that in the last show. And the thing that's the hardest about that is the fact that I realize all these other people out there, too, have people in these places, and they can't go see them. And that's just so hard for me to put my, wrap my arms around. Like, as soon as COVID started, I, I didn't have a chance to see him after that. Now, fortunately, I was able to talk to him and things, but... I know a lot of people who are in the same boat, slightly different, whatever. Their mom, dad, loved one is in a hospital, home, whatever, and, and you can't see him. Right. I mean, that's like nearly impossible. It's funny you said that. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Doug Friend uh, from McHenry, Illinois, good friend of mine, just lost his father. I just got done having a conversation with him, very similar to what you're talking about right now. Um, he didn't get to see his dad for most of this year, and his dad, uh, you know, was diagnosed with cancer. I think he said in September, and he just lost him recently. And everybody so, talks about, you know, not to bring this way down because this is a really big night, but everybody talks about not wanting to die alone. 
and yeah. all these people this year are dying alone. Exactly. And it's just really, it's sad. So can we end up on a high note? Let's do it. We got to get back to a high note here. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. Go for Cubs, you. go. No, I'm, look, I'm looking for you for a little inspirational speech. All right. You know what? Here's my high note. You know, it is being like a part of Club 400, being in a position where you're able to do something, whether it's financial or volunteering time. As you know, I committed 250 hours to you this year. Yes, he did. Voluntarily. He did. <laughs> um, sign off on that shit. have to sign off on that. But, um, no, but it's just being able to be a part of something like this, I think, is what keeps me going through all the negative bullshit. You know, it's like... I got something to look forward to. We're already starting to talk about, like, the next event or next year's events or other ways to keep this ball rolling and stuff like that. And then when you see, like, the other night when you gave Mike Gomel a check for $5,000. Joey Song, yep. For Joey Song and knowing, one, how important that is to him and what a great guy he is and all the stuff he does. He's like an extension of, you know, like what we're doing for a different group of people. And then, you know, just how, how much that touches his heart just because of, how, you know, his son and that whole story. Um, that's the kind of stuff that, like, energizes me and all that kind of thing. So I keep quoting you. I can't believe I'm quoting you now after the uh, – How many Club 400s did you have tonight? I've, I, haven't, I haven't found one Dude, yet. I've had one drink tonight. No, but here's the one quote that you keep saying, and you've said it a lot lately, in reference to a couple different thing, things. You know, alone, it's hard for any of us to accomplish things that can change anything or change the world. Together, though, we combine our forces together. I mean, just think about every single person in this room you probably have met at one point or another, some you've been friends with for a long time, some you've met tonight, you know, and yet they're all united around one thing, and that was raising money for people they don't know. Right, exactly. I mean, it's incredible. That's incredible. So Agreed. that's what keeps me going. What keeps me going is uh, you guys. Uh, I want to give it to you. I, don't, I mean, in a good way. Like, I want to give it to me tonight? <laughs> I wanna, no, I want to give it to all you guys, like the best party i can throw you the best experience with these ball players that i can throw you a win-win situation where you're paying money and you're getting uh what i feel is uh, well I, I think our parties are always win-win and uh i just want to keep bringing the heat at club for like i always try to take it to the next level you know and uh with every party and i, I plan on doing that uh we're not done we're halfway there and then when we get to a million well we'll set a new goal but uh Hey, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, guys. It's been a rough year. There's been a lot of drama, as we could say. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, good people attract good people. That's my latest saying. Good I like people it. attract good people. And we're all good people. And we're all going to get through this, no matter what you believe in or your thoughts. Uh, we all love the Cubs. And you know what? We all like to have a good time. We all like to drink beer. And uh, we are a family. And uh, one of the best families out there. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of it. And I can only hope for 2021 will be a way better year for all of us. We will have our health. We will have our unmasked smiles. And we will have all our friends back and family. God bless you all, Club Warner family. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, you'll probably see me on one of the pages drunk uh, during the holidays, probably. I'm just guessing. <laughs> 
It's impossible to follow you, so I won't even try. But you know what? Let's go out and let's talk to some people. We're let's gonna talk do to that. Some of the people yeah, that let's are talk here. Talk to some of the people some here. Some of the winners. Some of the people that donated. Let's say you know. Let's have a great show good Conversations. All right, and make sure you tune in next week for our Christmas present to you, Club Four Hundred, Dorothy. And also make sure you stop by the Breakers in Crystal Lake. That's exactly. Get right. some egg rolls. Egg rolls. And, I'm taking four home. And are you gonna bring home some mai tais? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I got to drive tonight. <laughs> All right. We are back here at Breakers in Crystal Lake. And I am here with one of the big winners of the auction tonight, Dave Moroni. Dave, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks. So tell me about uh, how did you get involved in this Raz? I think it was just following Club 400 over the last couple of years. Um, we came to a couple of events. We were here for the uh, Zobrist event okay. and then the Contreras event. Okay. I just love everything you guys are doing for the community and just, you know, just so excited about helping out, you know, Cubs fans, helping Cubs fans. Right? Yeah. So, so when we saw the Raz, it was like, oh, yeah, no brainer. Just a matter of how many how many spots you want right, to get. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Know? So, And it's cool, too, that we're able to do something, you know, with the COVID and all this stuff and we can't have the big events yeah. and all that kind of thing. But Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, all right, so you bought, how many spots did you get? I think we got uh, five for 100, I five, think. Five, okay, yeah. and, and then you, what did you win? So we won the grand prize, okay. which was the giant uh, Cubs artwork, okay. which is uh, massive, and it's huge. It's beautiful. It's really big. We'll take a picture of that, and we'll post it on our Facebook page so people know what you're talking about. So, yeah, okay. perfect. And then uh, one of the Chicago flags that's lit up. The lit uh, up sign that's yeah. from... Uh, from Bill Watts, who yep. does, um, oh, he's going to kill me. Uh, his company is, uh, I'll, I'll edit this part, but uh, his company is called. Um, Layout guy, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, fly we, the what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen some of his stuff yeah. on Facebook posting. He's got yeah. some raffles. And, and you got too. the one that's the Chicago flag, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks really cool uh, lit up and, and that kind of thing. That yeah, it's beautiful. Nice it, um, it, you know, I've got a little what we call the Dave Cave at home. Okay. So it's kind of. It's going to go in there. Yeah, very Cubs-themed, very Chicago flag-themed. So we got a a matching buffet table. Okay. It's got Chicago flag on it. Very nice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, very nice. Very cool. So, oh, thank you. Uh, So um, the big piece, the grand prize, Yeah. you are, what are you doing with that? You know, I talked to Stu, and he's very excited about it. We want to donate it back to Club 400. Wait, what? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, we do. We want it to. It's such a beautiful piece, and it's 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 got it's meant to be shared. And, yeah. and I think he's going to use it for a future Raz of some sort or an item. Of, yeah, so that we can well, I've, I heard the uh, he's starting to get the plans and the works for the, the comeback party, you know, after – post-COVID or whenever the doors can open up again. And he is looking to do something for mental health. And I'm not going to break any news here, but I'm going to. um, The player, the Cubs player he's going to try to get, whose charity is very into that, is Ian Happ. That's awesome. So he's been in communication with Ian Happ, and he's very interested. Obviously, we don't have a date yet, but that will be a piece I'm, I'm certain that will be raffled off and probably raise a lot of money for that so yeah, that's it's it's a beautiful piece it draws a lot of attention it's yeah. huge so i think that's gonna be great and then uh my wife and i my wife heather and uh my daughter we are season ticket holders nice. at wrigley um, this is our first year. Actually, COVID was our first year. Okay. Uh, which nice first year. Yeah, which didn't happen. <laughs> Your whole life you dream about getting tickets and then it, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 12-year waiting period. 
period or something. I okay. think we were on the waiting list for 12 years. So we're actually going to donate uh, some of our tickets and kind of build that package. So, nice. So Very nice. whoever wins that raffle, whether it's silent auction or raffle, whatever okay. it is, we'll, um, we'll pick some really good games. It'll be a good oh, that's Friday, awesome. Saturday game or something. That's so cool. And I, throw that in. It's like... Uh, it's just super inspiring, you know. Here you do, you go out and you you invest a hundred dollars, which you know is a big deal during the COVID and all that. And yeah. you win a couple things, you get a nice piece, you donate one back. I mean, it's just on and on it goes, yeah. and it's like, it's just really super cool. I happen to be fortunate to have been at a couple of the um, uh, when he met with the people to give him the check for what oh, cool. he raised from this Raz. Twenty thousand yeah. uh, dollars awesome. was raised for this Raz and. Five thousand dollars to four different people and right. causes and stuff, and it's just—I just feel lucky to be a part of it. So yeah, as do I. You know, it's a small contribution for a huge, huge project, right? And, and just keeping it local is, is really cool. Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah. He he just went over, uh, he just went over five hundred thousand dollars too. That's amazing. Um, with this Raz, and the goal is a million. I'm trying to tell him to push the goal because what are we going to do when it's done? You know, well, then the it, parties can't stop. Yeah, then it doubles. So. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, Dave, thank you so much for taking some time and uh, congratulations on your win. Thank you so much for buying the tickets and donating back and just being a part of Club 400. It's people like you that keep this whole thing going, and uh, it was very nice to meet you. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, and, and uh, appreciate the Club 400 beer I'm drinking Excellent. Here. <laughs> Nothing better. Yeah, keep it the going. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We are here live at Breaker's Restaurant, which is located at 7728 U.S. Highway 14, Right here in Crystal Lake. By the way, if you want to call and order, the phone number before I lose it is 815-459-9860. Again, 815-459-69860. I want to talk a little bit about the menu here because the food is incredible. And this is why... I believe all these folks are stopping by to pick up their prizes from the Raz, that kind of thing. This is an excuse to come out and get some really good food. A lot of people are getting it to go, and uh, some are actually in here probably a little bit illegally, but that's okay. Uh, it's like a family party. We're just sitting down having a few cocktails and some food. But let's talk about some of their food. Um, if you have never been here to the Breakers... It is a known as an American Chinese restaurant, and it is Illinois' oldest tiki bar, according to the menu. Some of the appetizers that they have that are so awesome, you could come here and just have appetizers. They have egg rolls that are just out of this world. I'm going to be getting some of those to go for Mamma Mia. They have Cantonese fried shrimp. Crab Rangoon, which is my favorite, pot stickers, wontons, chicken fingers, get the kids, some shrimp cocktail, some popo for two. I don't know what that is, but might have to check that out. And some Cantonese style baby back ribs. Now, one thing I didn't know about because I'm not sure I've ever seen the menu here, and I've been here a good 10 times, they have dinners for families, family dinners, like four person dinners. Um, they've got two-person dinners, six-person dinners, an eight-person dinner. Um, and they come with, you know, a mix of stuff. So, like, if you have 
two people, you could get the Lenny special for two, which is egg rolls, almond chow mein, pork egg foo young with gravy, and some steamed rice. And they got it's a really good deal. That's twenty bucks for a dinner for two, and this is super high quality food. Now, the other thing I have to talk about before I talk about any more food is cocktails. We all like our cocktails. There's a cocktail here that is, they're, they're worldwide famous for. It's not just Illinois. It's not just Crystal Lake. The Mai Tai. Lenny and, uh, I can't read, it's dark in here right now. I'm sorry. Lenny's Mai Tais. These Mai Tais are, I'm not a Mai Tai guy per se, which would be a name of a good rap song. I'm not a Mai Tai guy, but their Mai Tais here are absolutely incredible. And if you live near here, I think they deliver them. So, you know, that's cool. And I'll just say, like, if you're a big drinker, like, you don't want more more than, like, four or so. Um, all kinds of different things. They have steak, mugu gaipan, uh, Hong Kong pepper steak, steak mushroom. I must be in the steak section. Some Mongolian beef. Sesame chicken, orange chicken, all the standards that you would find at a Chinese place. But uh, but I'm telling you, this this menu is incredible, and the food here you'll never you can't go wrong. You just absolutely cannot go wrong. They have every kind of cocktail. They have a whole uh, wine list, a bunch of different beers on tap and stuff. And in a little bit, we're gonna talk to. Our guy, Jason Weisenberger, who, like me, is a fellow Vikings fan, and um, he is the proprietor of this fine establishment. So we'll talk to him and find out, like, what the people get. I know it's we're going to hear a lot of egg rolls and Mai Tais, but uh, we'll see what other dishes are super popular. This is a must-stop-by destination, and you know what? These guys, like everybody else who has restaurants – during COVID here, these guys uh, are suffering quite a bit, so they rely on people to call in and order stuff to go, and they are available for that. And so you definitely want to think about that and check it out. Again, their phone number is 815-459-9860. Obviously, you can go onto the interweb and go to the Google machine and look up the breakers in Crystal Lake. See what they have. They have specials and stuff all the time. And place an order and come and pick it up or get one of those delivery services to deliver it to you. And I promise you, you will be super, super happy. Also want to personally thank Jason and his wife for helping host, actually, he and Stu were the driving force of hosting this Raz and hosting this um, Raz Pick Up Your Prize party tonight. Um, that's kind of a big deal and uh, makes it a lot easier to get the prizes into the hands. There's, there's hundreds of prizes that were given away. This makes it a lot easier for people to come and pick up their prizes, and a lot of people are going home happy, some of whom who you will hear on this podcast. We're live at the Breakers. Uh, it is Thursday night. William just handed me a cold Club 100 brewski. How many beers have you had, William? One or two? One. one. I'm going to get another one now. 
And Jason actually came up with a Club 400 drink, which I, I've, uh, it wasn't bad. The, I, think the, I think they're going to call it the Club 400. And it was Sunny D, Sunny D with Jägermeister. And you know what? It actually worked. So, uh, I mean, it works together. Like, who would have thought Jägermeister and orange juice would work? I might have to, that might, might have to be my new drink. It's not bad at all. But uh, we have a special guest tonight, guys. As you know, we've been talking about the Raz, you know, and I want to thank everybody out there for donating. And we're, we're here at the Breakers tonight giving out the prizes for all the people who, you know, donated um, not only items but money. And uh, we have one of the recipients of the $5,000, a good friend of mine, Tiffany Sorensen. How are we doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you coming out. And we go way back uh, because of your husband, Jeff. And uh, Jeff, I used to work with Jewel at Jeff. We had a lot of great times. And funny story for the listeners, we're going to interview Jason Weisenberger, and he used to work with Jeff. Okay, recording. William, edit this. Right, okay. Yeah, we're recording. We are at the Breakers right now, and, hey, man, this guy is becoming a living legend when he walks room. I say the Freeze Man is here. Brian Freeze is in the house. Stop what you're doing. Freeze is Yeah, here. stop what you're doing. The party is about ready to start, or a party might actually be planned when Brian Freeze walks in the house. Brian, what's up, man? Welcome to Breakers. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Stu. And I just want to let you guys know this. Uh, you guys come to the Club 400 events, and it's just not me putting this stuff together. It's guys like Brian Freeze behind the scene making things happen. Uh, Brian, who was the first player you brought out? I mean, you've helped me out various times, but the first play was it Miggy or uh, Ray Burris? Oh, Ray. wait, time out. That was a big screw up. Can you edit that out, uh, William? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Ray Burris, which by the way, we talked about him earlier tonight. Uh, one of my favorite guys in the whole wide world. By the way, the best karaoke singer I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, friend of Club 400, you know, before all this COVID thing hit. And I still plan on doing it. We are going to have the Ray Burris Presents Party at Club 400. It's going to be a yearly thing. But that's exactly how much I love Ray. And you're actually been friends. You're good friends with Ray, correct? Yes. I I met Ray um, uh, seven, eight, nine years ago and uh, struck up a friendship. And he uh, expressed interest in me when I first met him. Uh, He knew that I had some contacts with the Cubs and really wanted to come back and do the Cubs convention. And they had, had not been invited in, and we worked hard to make that happen and brought him out to Club 400 the very first year he came to the Cubs convention. So now, I know I'm interviewing you, but there's sometimes like you meet somebody in life and you have an auto-connect with them. For me, that was with Ray, just because he's such a genuine uh, and so, such a true person. Uh, you know, you, could, you can see his heart on the outside. That's, that's Ray Burris. And, uh, yeah, I know you guys are doing – you, you work with him now. You guys have a business relationship a little bit. And yeah, I'm, I'm helping him out uh, with, with just some things, various things. Ray's a guy that likes to keep busy, and uh, he's always looking to come up, work with kids, doing pitching clinics, things like that. And so I coach some youth baseball and softball and have connections in that world and kind of help him out and facilitate that for him. So if you uh, come to Club 400 and you see Brian Fries, and I want you to co- go up to him, introduce yourself to him because he's a hell of a guy, and he's always, he's like me. He's trying to think, like, what can we do next that's really fucking awesome, you know? Like, what can we do next? And he, and he helps facilitate it. He's very important to the club, 
And, uh, you know, like I said, you brought Miggy Montero out here with John Maley. And John Maley, I mean, you're here tonight. I'm giving you a shield for John Maley. I don't give shields away, but, like, John, uh, another great guy, another one of those people that you meet. I uh, signed his uh, sign tonight on the back. I always, when I give a shield away, I always sign something on the back. Just let them know how much I love them. And I, and I put good people, uh, meet good people. And that's what John Maley is to me. He's just like one of those guys that he gets it, you know. And uh, Miggy fucking Montero, one of the greatest, right? Yes. I mean, the funnest. Like, Club 400 knows how, how cool Miggy is. And, like, none of this stuff would happen without you, Brian. And I, I just want to let you know I appreciate it. And you never want anything. You just do it out of the kindness of your heart. And that's with all Club 400 people. They all pitch in, and they try to make the club better. And you definitely make the club better. Uh, th thanks for the kind words. I just appreciate everything you do, opening up your house and hosting these great events and it's it's a lot of fun and hopefully we're able to do some good things with the money we're able to raise for people and make lives a little easier so all right i'm gonna put the ball in your court i want you to answer this question okay and i'm just saying straight out of covid right straight out of covid club 400 is back we're having a party which i would like to tell right now with brian freeze tonight i'm not going to tell you what but i'm going to tell you this when we come back, and we come back out of Club 400, and we're going to get back together, and we're going to throw a party like we normally do, our two big ones, our first party. And I will say this. It's going to be for mental health awareness, all right? And I'm really proud. to. I, no one knows that yet, but no matter what happens, we don't know who we're getting at as far as, far as players are concerned. Uh, but our, that's going to be the first thing that we put back out there uh, for money. I mean, everybody's going through difficulties right now in one way or another, and I can't think of a better cause for mental health awareness. So, Brian, put away anything else. Okay, put the whole fa fact away that we're doing it for mental health awareness, all right? My question to you is, if we're going to throw the ultimate Club 400 party, tell me what it would be as far as guests and stuff like that. It's tough because I'm not a one for, for names. I like guys that want to get out and have a good time. Uh, that's that's how I, I've developed such a good friendship and relationship with guys like John Maley and Ray Burris and Tim Stoddard. And, uh, Which, by the way, we got to get Tim Stoddard at Club 400. Bringing these guys out because um, they're just fun people to be around, and they're guys that like to interact with the fans where some big names might not. Well, you know what? You're 100% right. I don't know how much you listen to the podcast, but we've talked about that in the past, Brian. Is the, you know, the, the older guys, they get it. They appreciate it, you know? And then these young guys, you know, you got to remember, I'm 47 years old. Some of these guys that are coming to my, to, to my house are 22, 23, 24. Now, I know this. When I was 23, 24, I wasn't the same person I am. I mean, some people say I haven't grown up, and I wish I really haven't, but... I was way more immature when I was that age, and these kids are like, yeah, they're growing up faster than we did. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For, for sure. But you're right. Like, um, the, you know, the guys that have uh, struck a chord with me at Club 400 as far as players are a guy like Ray Burris. is a guy like John Maley and a guy like Biggie Montero. And you know what? Guess what? They're all buddies. You know, so it tells you something. Uh, but, yeah, Brian, thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. Uh, you're definitely uh, part of Club 400. And uh, like I uh, mentioned to John, uh, we'll all be celebrating together when we raise that $1 million. Uh, we'll keep grinding away and getting at it. All right, buddy. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Jeff, 
in the uh, produce department. But, uh, Tiff, we're happy that uh, uh, we were really honored and blessed to help you out during this time. I want to ask you, like, I mean, COVID's been hard enough, but to go through this uh, in a pandemic, um, just tell us you know, how you've been getting, getting by. Because it's mentally hard for anybody just to be in the pandemic, but now you add this into with it, it's got to be rough. It's been hard. I just really focus on one day at a time. Honestly, like I have to with treatment. It's overwhelming with cancer. It's overwhelming. So I really have to focus on one day at a time and stay positive. Yeah. And then like every day. Uh, and how has it been going to the doctors? Has that been challenging uh, as far as getting to get it, getting you to be able to get it to see a doctor? Are you been doing a lot of stuff online or? So I was diagnosed March 5th, and that was the beginning of the lockdowns and stuff. And actually, they, I, it was easy to get in. Back then, they weren't seeing patients that were, um, like, not really high risk or really they were really concerned with. So I was able to get in pretty much whenever I wanted. But now it's getting a little different. Um, I'm seeing a radiation oncologist now. And... She had me COVID test to go in, and then they lost my COVID test, and then they called me, and they're like, we're going to treat you like you have COVID, and then another nurse called and was like, can you do an ER test, a rapid test, and so the day of my appointment, which was already overwhelming, um, I had to go to the ER and do a rapid test because they lost my test, but it was a good thing, they said, because they would have had to treat me differently, isolate me, they probably would have had to get all like PPE'd out, and it was crazy, but it worked out. Jeez, that's 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 crazy. That's nuts. Tell us, uh, you know, throughout um, it's now we're in the uh, early December here. Your your journey, you know, that your journeys, your ups and downs, and like uh, how you coped with it mentally. So it's been rough, but um, I think the side effects, along with the so there's an emotional side to this, and then there's a physical side to this. So the physical side, for me was harder than the emotional side because I'm pretty well supported by good friends like you and Jason and my husband is super optimistic and, and really funny and will make me laugh in like the hardest times and I have a lot of wonderful friends. So for the most part I haven't been really um, sad or like I think I was I have anxiety already so it, yes I was anxious but as far as being optimistic I have been. That's great. And uh, where are we at right now with everything, Tiff? So tomorrow I get, um, it's like a practice run on my radiation. So basically the last time I met with the oncologist, she didn't know if she wanted to do radiation on me because my tumor was in front of my heart. So she wanted to do a CT to see how far back my heart would sink. So basically when you hold your breath, your heart sinks in your chest because your lungs push it back. So... She wanted to see how far back my heart would go to see if it was safe for me to do radiation. And the reason they want to do radiation is because they want to kill any cancer cells that might be left over. They don't know, honestly, if there's cancer cells or not, but it's another precaution. It's another step in the process to prevent it from coming back or from it metastasizing. So tomorrow I do a practice run. She decided she wants to do radiation, so now I have to go tomorrow, and this is normal, but... Um, they basically practice the radiation. They line me up. They take images. They, I'll get tattoos tomorrow. My first tattoos will be because of breast cancer. Um, so I'll get five tattoos to help them line me up properly. And then I'll find out, like, when I have my treatment and how long it is. Okay, gotcha. So you're like, would you say you're on the... Uh 
on the on the hill, are you right at the top? Or are you on your way? I mean, as far as getting through like, the process of it. So I've been through. I had uh, I had to have several surgeries. I had to have a port placement, a lumpectomy with a reduction, and then a mastectomy, and then chemo. So I did 16 rounds of chemo. So I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm halfway there. I have no idea. Like, the revisions, the the surgeries after the reconstruction, there could be revisions. There could be, like, there's definitely one more, which is reconstruction. And then normally it's, like, one to three more, potentially, surgeries to help me with looking natural and looking the way I want to look. And radiation actually can affect how I heal, it can affect what I look like. It, like, there's a lot of things that are kind of unknown. So I'm calling this the halfway point, but I don't know. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That's the thing I tell everybody in Club 400, man. Like, Tiffany's been going through this, and what uh, a horrible year. And then, yeah, this on top of it. It just tells you, like, how strong the human spirit is, Tiffany. And you're out there, and you're, you're living life. And, I mean, you've been, you know, faced against this disease and, and, but you're, you're fighting it, and you're fighting the good fight every single day. And, like, people like you are the, are the strong people, are the people with courage. And, like, you find out what you're made of. I'm sure you probably didn't know you were this tough. I mean, but, but when, you know, when push comes to shove and you get knocked down, you know, you got to get back up. And that's exactly what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, I wish you only the best, and I'm going to be a part of the journey. The Club 400 family are, are going to be a part of the journey from uh, this point on. And the great thing is you are a part of Club 400 family forever. So, like, when we uh, have our million-dollar party, yeah, of course, I want all everybody there for it. And so you're just another one of the great people uh, that we could help. And um, like I said, um, just because we just gave you $5,000, does not you know, you're always going to have our thoughts, our prayers, and our hearts out to you all the time. And uh, we'll, we'll beat this fucking thing, and, uh, and we'll move on, and we'll, we'll go out and party, all right? It sounds good. I need to say to you that... You inspire me and you inspire many people with what you're trying to accomplish. It's amazing. And another gift besides financial, which helps with bills and, and really helps, it honestly does. And it, it's very humbling to be in a position where when I received the call that you guys wanted to do this, I cried and I didn't even answer. I just cried and I'm going to cry now. <laughs> um, and I said, I hate that I'm in this position to be fundraised for. So um, it's, it's very humbling and very touching, and I appreciate it. But the other gift that you gave me is um, I've met Katie over the – I've talked to Katie over text, and I just met Lisa in person today, and her and I have been talking. So even united three women going through this battle, and I don't even know if you knew that that was something that would happen, but it did, and I met her – I met Katie's mom and her sister, and it's just amazing how you bring people together, not only to fundraise, but in general, how you bring people together. It's amazing. Well, that's the, honestly the best compliment you could say to me, so I, I appreciate that very much. But, I mean, Club 400 family, this is, what, this, is what we, this is what we do. This is what we do. We help out our friends. We help out our families. And we do it while having fun where, you know, everybody's a winner. Everybody that participated in this res is a winner. We, we prove that. I mean, you, just, you guys, some of you guys don't know Tiffany, but... Not. To have this next guest, he is the proprietor of this fine establishment. I already walked through the menu, and I'm dying because I haven't eaten yet, but I'm going to right after this. Okay. I'm here with Jason Weisenberger, my skull brother. Oh, yeah, skull. From another mother. You betcha. And, like I said, the owner of the Breakers. First of all, 
thank you from the bottom of our hearts for really doing all the heavy lifting on the RAS. You don't we'll need just to call, thank me. We'll just call it the RAS. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you don't need to thank me. Stu reached out. I reached out to him. We talked about who needs to get the money and who needs and deserves to be taken care of, and we rolled with it. So, I, honest to God, when you you search for something in life to do, my, my purpose, my why statement is to help other people. And the fact that we were able to raise $5,000 for four different people, amazing. During COVID? During COVID, yeah. Where you can't really get people together? Exactly. This doesn't count? Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is not happening. It's all underground. It's underground, but... <laughs> yes. And we're is... on the radio. Nobody can hear. Yeah, Nobody can see us. This so. is not <laughs> at the Breakers in Crystal Lake, oldest tiki bar in the state of Illinois. No. No, it's not. Exactly. Um, so, but this is not your first uh, rodeo with something like this. I remember being here, was that about a year ago? It's been like two now. Has it been two? Yeah. Ugh. I've lost all track of calendaring and, and that kind of thing. But you had a fundraiser for Cade. Cade. Cade Winters, we did a fundraiser. Um, we had Jim McMahon out here, and we raised about $6,000 for the Winters family. Unfortunately, though, uh, Back this year, we lost Kate. So, yeah. um, tragic situation. Again, children with cancer is bad deal. And uh, we were glad that we could help the family during those hard times yeah. and keep them in our prayers and our thoughts because they mean the world to us. And, uh, you know, I, as you know, I lost a, a child too. And um, in addition to helping them with the medical bills and that kind of thing, it was a memory for them while he was still with us and that's one that won't go away you know that'll never go away the money is like secondary to to the memory and all that and that was just a i i dumb lucked into that one you know i was just happened to be the right place at the wrong time or whatever yep. but uh just amazing amazing the stuff that you do this event um you could tell by the enthusiasm everybody's like you know like a little leery to be out, but happy to be here. Um, in addition to, and this is really important, Stu and I talk a lot about this, in addition to um, just having a place where people could come and pick up their prizes and things like that, you know, we are always pushing for people, especially people that we know, local people, to support your business because you got to be struggling right now. Absolutely. Appreciate, I appreciate everything you guys do. Um, yeah, it's tough. It, I mean, I think the toughest part is the fact that we are forced to follow the rules, and there's a lot of places that are saying, F you, we're not right. going to follow the rules. And so the first time around when we all closed down and we were all following the rules, we, we survived. I mean, we, weren't, we, were, we were bleeding, but slowly. Now it's like hemorrhaging because 50% or plus are not following the governor's rules, and we are the ones that are hurting for it because... Well, it makes it more difficult. Not you're any, not, you're, yeah. I don't know, all have a fair playing field and all that. Exactly. So um, It's like the Vikings playing the Bears. It's not fair. It's not fair to the Bears. I mean, exactly. It's, just, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely. Great analogy. Um, I think that game's coming up in a couple weeks, by the way. Uh, we should get together for that. But that's Absolutely. another topic for another day. Um, so 
All right, so but you are still open for people to come and pick up food. I hope. Yeah, absolutely. I gave up your number like four hundred times and the website. And yep. okay, tell me uh, a little bit. We all know anybody who lives in the area, whether they've been here or not, knows about your mai tais and knows about your egg rolls. Tell me what else there is because. I've been here several times for parties and other things, and for some reason, I feel like I never get to eat. Oh, dude. And you, I was looking at your menu. Not only incredible stuff, but you got, like, it's the family meals. Yeah. No, we Which especially, oh, I don't mean to cut you off 12 times, but especially during the, the COVID times for those people who are buying out every night. I mean, Absolutely. that's incredible. Yeah, we have, we have some great deals, and, and the fact is, you order Chinese and you've got it for the next day. You've got it for lunch the next. You got breakfast and lunch the right. next day. So I mean, our portions are crazy big. Um, I think I think the the biggest thing is we are the oldest restaurant in Crystal Lake right now. We are the oldest tiki bar in the state of Illinois. And uh, here's here's the analogy, and, and I don't mind bringing it up or saying it, but when they talk shopping small business, we're mom and pop. I mean, we've been here for 71 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, crazy, right? 71 years, this place has been through everything. And uh, here's my analogy. Back back last year, a good week for us was $12,000, right? Portillo's on Saturday of last week had $30,000 in before noon on a Saturday. At so one restaurant. At one restaurant in Crystal Lake. So put that in mm. perspective. When, when we say, hey, shop at the DC Cobb, shop at the, at the Breakers, shop at Plum Garden, shop. I mean, people are like, why do you ever, you know, why do you talk about your competition? That's not my competition. You know what? Those are my friends that I hope are successful, that I hope do good and survive. You know, when, when the manager from the Roadhouse down the street, the Texas Roadhouse, comes in and has dinner here, and he shares with me that they did $70,000 in one day, we don't do that in a month. Yeah. So it, it makes me cringe, but it makes me happy that he's the one eating here, right? Right. But uh, I think sometimes we lose sight of that, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the toughest part of it. I mean... I can't stress enough. You know, when my friends, you know, the clothes gallery donated money or donated a gift certificate here for the Raz, and uh, every time they make a post, I share it because just that share on Facebook or on social media helps everybody see them. Right. And, and next time someone says, oh, that's the clothes gallery, I saw it on Jason's Facebook page. Uh, that that's the key. That's the key to success. I, I mean, a small places need to survive and stick together. Right. And my as my esteemed partner, who I haven't seen yet tonight, uh, <laughs> always likes to say is, you know, by ourselves we're nothing. But you know, when we all get together, pull together, and try to do some stuff, you know, you can do some like great things. Your whole family works here. Yeah. Your lovely wife. Yep. I've seen her here. And you've got how many kids? We have 10 kids. So that's crazy in itself, ten. right? 10. Yeah, 10 kids. Um, 10, like 10. ten. Yeah. Can you, can one, nine plus one. Yeah. Can you name all their names? I can. I even know their in, birthdays. In order? Yeah. You, know the, you do not know yeah, their birthdays. I know their birthdays because I have to because every time I go get a, pick up her 
prescription at the pharmacy. Oh, right. They asked what? Yeah. I have an app on my phone I have to look at, and I only have four. Yeah, so no. I've got, that's, yeah, your memorized. memory is amazing. It's not amazing. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, three of the kids work here. They do carry out. They, uh, they'll take your phone calls. Those are, I mean, and that's the best part about this place. Breakers has been around for 71 years, and it's been fam- this is the third family in the history of the 71 years that's yeah. owned it, and and that's the most important thing, family, right? So, right. like like the Club 400 family, I mean, this what we raised twenty thousand dollars during COVID. That's crazy. It's amazing. Online. Onli- on Facebook. Online. On yes, Facebook. on Facebook. Exactly. Basically, yeah. Careful, Mark's gonna be like, oh, I. I need to take some of that now. <laughs> 20? What? <laughs> you raised how much? Yeah. But no, absolutely. I mean, I'm blessed. Um, yeah, we're going to fight through this. We're going to struggle, and we're going to sur- but we'll survive. I mean, we're going to make it happen. And, uh, you know, and this is why we make it happen, because I'll tell you what, my purpose in life is to help other people. Uh, you know, I'm blessed with a big family. It's a blended family. I'm, I'm blessed with every single one of them. And... Uh, I'm just I'm a lucky guy to be able to give back. So and that's that's the whole purpose of actually this podcast is if we can do anything tonight during this week to get you know 5 10 20 30 people to come out here and support you yeah knowing everything you've done for I mean it's hundreds of prizes and stuff like that and then the four we've had a couple of the um, recipients of that money that were here tonight yeah. um, the work there you had three uh, breast cancer survive or survivors yep and one guy that um, runs an organization for epilepsy absolutely Michael Michael and that's hundreds of hundreds if not thousands of kids that that five thousand dollars is affecting and all that kind of thing so it's just really I mean if there's anything positive and it's really hard to find anything positive about COVID it's just that like I think some people need to really kind of t- check take a look at themselves and go it's not just all about me right even the whole thing with masks yep. you know it's not really about you it's kind of about the other person too and we all got to do this thing together it's never going to go away absolutely um hopefully it's it's sooner than later but anyway uh i know you're busy there's there's not people here but there are um and uh jason man um you know, my life changed when I met you because I've been living in Illinois with no Viking fans, and I've got I got a brother who's <laughs> a Viking exactly fan, right. and uh, there aren't many of us, but we do hang together. And uh, I just am so impressed. I mean, you you uh, obviously I'm I'm friends with Stu and gravitated towards him because of his giving nature and all that, and you're like his twin brother. So thank you. Um, just super happy to have met you, and thank you for everything that you're. You're doing with Club 400 and on your own and all that. And everybody who's listening, come to the Breakers. You can come one night a week or seven nights a week. A five. You, We're only open five nights a week. Well, you could come for lunch. No. Just dinner. Yeah, just dinner. You could come for dinner twice in the night. You sure can. You could go home, eat some stuff, and then come back and get more. Or, or have it for breakfast. Oh, and are my ties to go? This is incredible. Yeah. My ties to go. Yeah, so when when COVID started, we went out and we 
partnered up with Uline and got like the special containers that people can buy at the, okay. at the grocery store. So there is no rules. We're, no rules are being broken. You can come buy a quart of Mai Tais. You can buy a gallon of Mai Tais. You're set, right? I mean, par- birthday parties, celebration, Christmas, New Year's, whatever, especially if you're going to have to stay at home, right. you might as well have some Breakers Mai Tais. fantastic. And they'll, they are the best. Yeah, they'll screw you up. Right. They're strong. <laughs> I think I can drink four. That's my limit. Right. I mean, and a gallon makes 20. So there you go. Comes with a sugar stick. Four or five days. Yeah, it comes with the limes. I mean, I'm telling you, you're set. You're, this is the best. You're good. This is the best. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And, uh, no, thank let's you. Let's do this again soon. You got it. All right. Thanks, Sounds good, brother. Bye. We can start at any point. Okay. Recording. William, edit this. Right, okay. Yeah, we're recording. All right. We are at the Breakers right now, and, hey, man, this guy is becoming a living legend when he walks room. I say the Freeze Man is here. Brian Freeze is in the house. Stop what you're doing. Freeze Yeah, stop what you're doing. The party is about ready to start, or a party might actually be planned when Brian Freeze walks in the house. Brian, what's up, man? Welcome to Breakers. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Stu. I just want to let you guys know this. Uh, You guys come to the Club 400 events. And it's just not me putting this stuff together. It's guys like Brian Freeze behind the scene, making things happen. Uh, Brian, who was the first player you brought out? I mean, you've helped me out various times, but the first play was it Miggy or? Uh, Ray Burris. Oh, wait, time out. That was a big screw-up. Can you edit that out, William? No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Ray Burris, which, by the way, we talked about him earlier tonight, uh, one of my favorite guys in the whole wide world. By the way, the best karaoke singer I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, Friend of Club 400, you know, before all this COVID thing hit, and I still plan on doing it, we were going to have the Ray Burris Presents Party at Club 400. It's going to be a yearly thing, but that's... Exactly how much I love Ray, and you, you're actually been friends. You're good friends with uh, Ray, correct? Yes, I, I met Ray um, uh, seven, eight, nine years ago, and uh, struck up a friendship. And he uh, expressed interest in me when I first met him. Uh, he knew that I had some contacts with the Cubs and really wanted to come back and do the Cubs convention. And they had had not been invited in, and we worked hard to make that happen and brought him out to Club 400 the very first year he came to. The, Cubs convention. So now, I know I'm interviewing you, but there's sometimes like you meet somebody in life and you have an auto connect with them. For me, that was with Ray, just because he's such a genuine uh, and so, such a true person. Uh, you know, you could you can see his heart on the outside. That's that's Ray Burris. And uh, yeah, I know you guys are doing. Sign, you, you work with him now. You guys have business relationship a little bit. And yeah, I'm, I'm helping him out uh, with with just some things, various things. Ray's a guy that likes to keep busy. And uh, he's always looking to come up, work with kids, doing pitching clinics, things like that. And so I've coached some youth baseball and softball and have connections in that world and kind of help them out and facilitate that for them. So if you uh, come to Club 400 and you see Brian Freeze, I want you to co- go up to him, introduce yourself to him because he's a hell of a guy. And he's always, he's like me, he's trying to think, like, what can we do next that's really fucking awesome, you know? Like, what can we do next? And he, and he helps facilitate it. He's very important to the club. And, uh, you know, like I said, you brought Miggy Montero out here with John Maley. And John Maley, I mean, you're here tonight. I'm giving you a shield for John Maley. I don't give shields away, but, like, John, uh, another great guy, another one of those people that you meet. I uh, signed his uh, sign tonight on the back. I always, when I give a shield away, I always sign something on the back. Just let him know how much I love him. And I, and I put good people 
uh, meet good people. And that's what John Maley is to me. He's just like one of those guys that he gets it, you know. And uh, Miggy fucking Montero, one of the greatest, right? Yes. I mean, the funnest. Like, Club 400 knows how, how cool Miggy is. And, like, none of this stuff would happen without you, Brian. And I, I just want to let you know I appreciate it. And you never want anything. You just do it out of the kindness of your heart. And that's with all Club 400 people. They all pitch in and they try to make the club better and you definitely make the club better uh, th thanks for the kind words i just appreciate everything you do opening up your house and hosting these great events and it's it's a lot of fun and hopefully we're able to do some good things with the money we're able to raise for people and make lives a little easier so all right i'm gonna put the ball in your court i want you to answer this question okay and I'm just saying, straight out of COVID, right? Straight out of COVID. Club 400 is back. We're having a party, which I would like to tell right now with Brian Freeze tonight. I'm not going to tell you what, but I'm going to tell you this. When we come back, and we come back out of Club 400, and we're going to get back together, and we're going to throw a party like we normally do, our two big ones, our first party. And I will say this. It's going to be for mental health awareness, all right? And I'm really proud to – no one knows that yet, but no matter what happens, we don't know who we're getting yet as far as, far as players are concerned. Uh, but our, that's going to be the first thing that we put back out there uh, for money. I mean, everybody's going through difficulties right now in one way or another, and I can't think of a better cause for mental health awareness. So, Brian, put away anything else. Okay, put the whole fact the way that we're doing it for mental health awareness, all right? My question to you is – if we're going to throw the ultimate Club 400 party, tell me what it would be. As far as guests and stuff like that. It's tough because I'm not a one for, for names. I like guys that want to get out and have a good time. Uh, that's that's how I've, I've developed such a good friendship and relationship with guys like John Maley and Ray Burris and Tim Stoddard. And, uh, Which, by the way, we got to get Tim Stoddard at Club 400. Bringing these guys out. Um, because they're just fun people to be around, and they're guys that like to interact with the fans where some big names might not. Well, you know what? You're 100% right. I don't know how much you listen to the podcast, but we've talked about that in the past, Brian. Is the, you know, the, the older guys, they get it. They appreciate it, you know? And then these young guys, you know, you got to remember, I'm 47 years old. Some of these guys that are coming to my, to, to my house are 22, 23, 24. Now, I know this. When I was 23, 24, I wasn't the same person I am, right? I mean, some people say I haven't grown up, and I wish I really haven't, but I was way more immature when I was that age, and these kids are like, yeah, they're growing up faster than we did. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure. But you're right. Like, the, um, the, you know, the guys that have uh, struck a chord with me at Club 400 as far as players are a guy like Ray Burris. is a guy like John Maley and a guy like Biggie Montero. And you know what? Guess what? They're all buddies. You know, so it tells you something. Uh, but, yeah, Brian, thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. Uh, you're definitely uh, part of Club 400. And uh, like I uh, mentioned to John, uh, we'll all be celebrating together when we raise that $1 million. Uh, we'll keep grinding away and getting at it. All right, buddy. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you're out at a restaurant and you run into somebody and you're like, wow, it would be an honor to speak with this gentleman. And that person tonight here is Bob Cashin. How you doing, Bob? Wow, what an intro! Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, this is a uh, this is kind of a big deal. You know, Bob has been a member of Club Four Hundred since its inception, 
and been at just about every single event that they've had there and probably every time I've been to Club 400. And the couple times you weren't there when I was there, we called you. So, you know, feel like, you know, been there the whole time together. But uh, you're out here tonight at the Breakers here in Crystal Lake, and we're here for the Raz. Did you win anything? I did. I won a tattoo. You, $150 what? credit towards a tattoo. Really? At a local place or? I forgot the name of the place. Okay. But um, I have a good buddy that I used to play in a band with who's also a tattoo artist. And since I was probably 20 years old, he's been begging me. To get a tattoo? With him to be, my, you know, yeah. pop my cherry with him. And I've never done it, so I have no tattoos. I would break his heart if I went somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So So what are you going to do? Sell to the highest bidder? Within probably a minute that I won the Raz, I got hit up with a text. Really? I'll buy it off you because he knew that I would not probably get a tattoo from this place, unfortunately. So if you were going to get a tattoo, what do you think it would be? That's always been a challenge. Um, I play guitar. So um, I have a couple ideas guitar-wise I would possibly do it. Um, My wife and I have a family dog that passed away several years ago that is near and dear to our hearts. So maybe a, you know. Tattoo of the dog? Yeah. Or a saying or something? Those would be the two potential things. Okay. But uh, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. I would have to be really, really drunk. (laughs) I, too, don't have any tattoos, nor have any intentions of getting a tattoo. However, if I were to get one, without question, it would be the Club 400 logo. <laughs> I so, don't know where. So right away, that's what Stu hit me up on, Club 400 tattoo. Because you know there there is an offer out there for the first person to get a tattoo of the Club 400 logo. They get into all future events for free. Now... You and I know the <laughs> secret code to the back door and can probably do that anyway. And I'm not somebody that, like, really enjoys going out and inflicting pain in myself. So that's one part of the problem. And then the second part is, like, why? I just don't, you know. I've never found anything that I'm that passionate enough about that I want to look at it daily on my body. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm, I am totally with you there. So, uh... So, how, do you know how many tickets you bought? I bought five tickets. Okay. Yeah, so did I. And uh, I actually, I think I won a mug or something. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. So, I was very excited that I won. It's If I didn't win, I was, you know, obviously going to a great cause. So Yeah. But it's always exciting when you do win. I just found it comical. That you won uh, the one thing you probably wouldn't use. I typically call that cash and luck. So, there's McVicker luck, which is... The other way? Yeah. And, you know... He's one direction. I'm always the opposite. So cash and luck is... is Yeah, okay. And, uh, I get you. Now I know what that is. Okay, <laughs> that's good. So uh, tell me your thoughts just on... Because uh, we have not had you on our podcast yet. and um, That's amazing. I After know. It, all this time... I don't know how we've evaded this. I have so this, much history with Stu. Oh, I know. I have so many stories you're I gonna have, you're Oh, you're going to have your own show. This is not... <laughs> This is not like the Bob Cashin show that we have planned for for years. But the question I have for you is just one more. Just give me your thoughts on all the stuff that Club 400 does and, you know, why you enjoy being a part of it. Well, what's amazing to me is 
I had to hear about this basement for years and years as it was being drawn up, thought of, plans being drawn up, being built out. I was never allowed to peek at it, see it. I saw it for the first time when it was completely done. I just never, it never came up that this would be a place to raise money for such great causes. And to see it transform from what we thought it was, was, all right, we're getting older. We got a place we can hang out. We don't have to go to bars anymore. We can just go get drunk at Stu's place. And, <laughs> right. and I've been in bars my whole damn life. <laughs> and to see it transform from that concept to building out this Club 400 family and this family raising so much money for so many great causes. I'm just proud to be his friend. I mean, I was always proud to be Stu's friend, but to see him, you know, take this on and lead lead all of us down this journey of uh, Cubs fan helping Cubs fans, I guess is the yeah. best way to put it. It's It's been just, I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of it. And you know, you know one thing that a lot of people don't know, like the behind the scenes stuff is, he works his ass off too. This isn't like, hey, I'm going to have a party tonight to raise $30,000 and like nothing happens. Now he does get every one of his friends involved as well. So he does have a crew of people, but it's a lot of work. No, he just, you know, he goes on Delegates. Facebook Live. No, he goes on Facebook Live, posts a two minute video, and that's all he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, you know, he has a family. He's running a business, um, and this is not a part-time gig. It's like a full-time job. And, and yes, he has a lot of people helping him, but the time and effort he puts in to pull this stuff off, um, it's a lot of work to, to build the network that he has, to build the credibility that people, you know, trust that the money's going to good causes. Right. You know, he's invested since Club 400 opened. I mean, and even before that, because he had built... You know, just Stu has that personality. He has such a network of friends and, and people that respect him. But since opening Club 400, you know, again, building that out, building that trust, um, the time and effort that he puts into it. I think people, you know, the people like you and I that are close to him realize it. I hope a lot of other people do realize that it's it takes a lot of work. But it, it takes a whole team. It takes this whole Club 400 family to put it. You know, he's the ringleader, but right. it takes, he could do all this stuff, and if nobody's available to, to donate or or put in the time to help him out, then, you know, he wouldn't be able to pull these events off. So. Right, right. All right, I know I told you the last question was the last question, <laughs> but I have one more, and I can do that because it's my podcast. All right. Um, what did you think, and it was probably at one of his events, and it was probably under the influence of something, what did you think when he announced that the goal was to raise a million dollars? What was your first thought out of his basement? <laughs> I thought, well, that's that's Stu. You know, Stu is a go big or go home type of guy. So, you know, when he when he threw out that number, I wasn't shocked by it, but I just kind of laughed in the back of my head, like, you know, that's Stu. Yeah. There's no way he's going to do it, but that's you know, that's that's how Stu thinks. That's how Stu rolls. Um, to see that he's halfway there. Yeah, and again, we mentioned earlier <laughs> on this podcast, this event, this Raz that we're here tonight uh, celebrating and people are picking up their prizes and, 
again having some food here and some drinks at the breakers uh is the is the thing that put him over five hundred thousand dollars so he is halfway there i want him to up it double it because i'm i'm thinking to myself what are we gonna do when it's over well we know i know he's gonna get to a million i mean so it's no question. i think Stu should take a little time off maybe when he gets to a million yeah you think you think that's breath. gonna happen no he he never takes he never takes a second off. So. I don't think he could go a weekend without, like, having people over. No. I mean, I know occasionally he'll take a little family vacation to, like, the Dells or something. Yeah. I don't even think that's his thing. You know, he needs to have people, and, and uh, he feeds off Club 400 in a good way. But No, I mean, that's why Harry carries his idol. I mean, right. he is Harry Carey reincarnated. He's just... He's a man of the people. Um, he loves. He loves just bringing people along for the ride. Yeah. That he's on. He's he's got a blessed life, and he wants to bring as many people on that journey as possible. It's hard sometimes being really good friends with him because I can't keep up. I know. William, I mean, I know you've experienced it the last few years. Yeah. Uh, you at least don't live like three <laughs> blocks from him and That's probably have the, to go over on the moment's notice. But. That is probably one of the best decisions I ever made is <laughs> yeah. m- moving out to Wonder Lake a and being bit a half of a hour away. Little distance is <laughs> always good. I have that built-in excuse. So. Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time here. I know you're uh, missing out on having a cocktail or two, but it's great to have you. This does not get you off the hook. There is going to be an entire episode dedicated to interviewing Bob Cashin with Stu here, obviously, one of the original members of Club 400 and lifelong friend with Mr. McVicker. Thank you, Bob Cashin, and we will meet again soon. Thank you, buddy. All right, bye. Oh, yeah. and sisters, brothers and sisters. Come on now. That means everybody just cool out. Will you cool out, everybody? I know. I'm here. Everybody be cool now. Come on. All right. How are we doing over there? 
All right. Can we still make it down the front? Is there anyone there that's hurt? Huh? Everyone all right? Okay. All right. I think we're oh, cool. We can go. We always have something very funny happens when we start that number. Please allow me to introduce myself.
Fighting and a what for? 